from the Carter Subaru Studios, this is the G and Ursula Show with G. Scott and Ursula Voitine. Feels like people are coming over at 1130. You know what I mean? Remember when you were younger? Or maybe even today, you just get excited about people coming to visit. Mm-hmm. At 11.30, we're going to have people come visit, right? Yeah, well, they're going to come into our home. Yeah. You're going to be on the air. Mm-hmm. Wear some socks. Saying your sweet nothings to your Valentine's Day uh, loved one. Yeah. And uh, we're going to let you do that on our Muckleshoot Casino Resort text line, which is also our phone line, 888-973-5476, Cairo. As long as we're doing some housekeeping, yeah. I forgot to mention, and I've been uh, trying to promote it, listening to us on our podcast. If you've missed any segment of today's show or any other show, mm-hmm. make sure that you listen to the G and Ursula Show Facebook, uh, excuse me, podcast, okay. wherever you listen to podcasts, whether it's iTunes, uh, it's Spotify, Stitcher, that's the other one. That's mm-hmm. one obviously I don't use. Hey, I spent some time today going through our iTunes reviews, checking out what people have posted. Did they say anything? Uh, yes. In fact, Sagittarius80 said, I've been listening to the show since the pandemic. So entertaining with many different news topics. It's one of the things I look forward to every day. Ursula, G, Chef, and Nick are a great team. I love all the different opinions they bring. My husband loves that I bring him all of the Seahawks news before he even hears about it. Uh, one other one. Um... Besides the person who just said, uh, you guys can dial back your laughing by 50%. Um, <laughs> how you like them apples? How you, how you like that? <laughs> Go ahead. Um, my Choices uh, says, I've been listening since 2020. I enjoy the variety of topics since I volunteer every Monday. The podcast keeps me up to date with G and Ursula. When you know better, you do better. Come on yeah. now. Okay, so we love it. We're going to share some of those. But again, it really helps us out. Um, and just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, let's get to it. Agree to disagree. Brought to you by Garden Roofing and Gutters. One of these days, we just got to take off the gloves. Just really go at it. All right, let's 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 start out with some news that could uh, impact your workplace come this spring. The CDC is considering ending five-day isolation period for COVID. So the agency is expected to, to announce that people no longer need to isolate once they've been fever-free for 24 hours and their symptoms are mild or improving. G. Scott, <clears throat> a lot of bosses going to be salivating at this news. What do you think about having uh, coworkers come into the office Still COVID positive, but, you know, mild symptoms. Well, I have to answer this honestly, Ursula. Not that I don't always. I think what is currently in place right now in regards to COVID rules is pretty dumb. What are those COVID rules? Depends on where you go. (laughs) That's the problem. You you, you know what I'm saying? It depends on Is anyone actually even following them right now? No. No, I, I I don't. But but I do know that responsible. So for example, if I were to get COVID today, I am going to be responsible and not come to work and be around you guys. And the number one reason why I'm not going to come is because I don't want to affect you. Not because I'm probably feeling that ill. Not saying that you can't feel ill, but a lot of times, most of us when we get COVID right now, most of us are not very ill. If that kind of makes sense. So. I'm okay with this. I think it's a positive because, one, people are so confused anyway. For the last couple of years, I would say, or especially the last year, I would say that 
you couldn't find anyone who could actually say, what are the guidelines? And I think companies, big companies like ours, generally have been using the CDC guidelines right. as what it means. And mm-hmm. quite frankly, it has been a bit of a hassle. And to me, it means that we're getting a handle of COVID, a better handle on it. Uh, have better understanding of it. And the CDC, which has given a lot of confusing messages over the last couple of years, feels strongly enough that they're going to just simplify it. And quite frankly, if you're sick, you shouldn't be coming into work, whether it's COVID or anything else. Yeah, absolutely true. Uh, I guess when I saw that headline, I kind of thought to myself, oh, no, because I know there are bosses out there who are just going to be like, Okay, great. Uh, I love this news. Uh, Tim just let me know that he has COVID, so he's not coming to work tomorrow. Now I can call Tim, and I can talk to Tim, and I can say, hey, Tim, how you doing? Oh, you know, I'm feeling a little rough. My voice hurts, and, like, you know, my body aches. Okay, well, I need you to get your butt in here, because that sounds pretty mild. And the CDC says you can come to work, so come into work, or else it's your job. And I don't like that aspect of it. Because I know that there's going to be employers that do that. On the other hand, I also know that there are people who might have extremely mild cold symptoms or nothing at all who are like, sorry, boss, I can't come in on day four or day five because, you know, the CDC says. And you know what? Just to be perfectly honest, I'm kind of okay with that. Most Mm -hmm. of us don't have enough vacation. If you're still a little bit contagious, fine. Go ahead and stay home. It's like it's not hurting society to have people once every two years take five days off work because they have COVID. Just really doesn't bother me. Well, I mean, in our business, they've figured out how you can recover from COVID while still working from home. Yeah. I mean, there's that option. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Mike in Portland, by the way, says we still follow those rules in the hospital. Stay home for five days. Okay, uh, (laughs) I want to turn to the pages of the Seattle Times and a shout out to all you dog owners out there. The Rant and Rave column always has some interesting nuggets in there. This is in my hometown. Rant to the dog owners in Edmonds who bring their dogs into the fenced off baseball diamond at Maring Field at Pine Street Park. The signs stating no dogs allowed are fastened on the gate, which opens onto the play field. Please take your dogs to a dog park. Guys, we see this happen in every park, regardless of what city that you live in. There's going to be somebody who has a dog off leash with people around. How do you feel about it, G? Chill. It's okay. There's no problem here. Ursula, in my 40 plus years of living, I've never been in a party, never been in a situation by the coffee, by the water cooler, and heard someone complain about, oh my goodness. So I was at the park the other day and there were so many dogs. Nobody complains about that. It's not a big deal. This is one of those things where you just don't want other people to have nice things. There's not enough dog parks in the first place. It's really not. Now, bingo you. on that one. There aren't enough dog parks never seen in this area for an area that has, ratio wise, a uh, high number of dogs. More dogs per kids? Yes, exactly. Exactly. So, first of all, we need to address the fact that we need more dog parks. Yeah. I live literally right next to a park. And there are people, it is not a dog park, at least not yet. It's, I think, going to be. They're going to have a dog park area or a dog area, uh, off leash area. And that's a good thing because people do bring their dogs there. But they're usually 
letting their dogs go free when there's no one at the park. And I think you can just be logical. I wouldn't call animal control if I see someone with their dog off leash when there's zero people in the park other than them. Just to find it, fix it, app, submit a complaint. (laughs) (laughs) Repeated dog owner activity off leash. Even though someone did call, I'm still smarting about this one. Someone did call and and, and turn, try to turn in scooter for barking in my backyard. And it's because people, yeah, people were walking close to my fence. But uh, in any case, yeah, I had animal control come by. They come for that. Yes. (laughs) What? And here I'm looking at like, you know, how gracious I've tried to be about people having their dogs off leash and my dogs in my yard barking because there are people in the park. But uh, in any case, I digress. Um, I think they just need to chill. Okay, I actually I actually kind of agree with this with this person, because here's the deal, dog owners, and I'm a dog owner and I've certainly done this. So I I can't claim I'm innocent here. I know we say, so long as you pick up the poop, it's not a problem. Here's the thing. You are not keeping an eye on your dog every single second they are in that park, and they will drop one in the blink of an eye, and half the time, you can't find it unless you have a giant dog. Half the time, you're not going to find that turd that's in the soccer field, but you know who will? Seven-year-old Timmy, who's playing on Saturday and dives to get a ball. He's getting that on his chest. I guarantee it. Okay? Uh, Second... uh even if even if there are few people around, right? Those people may not like dogs. Those people might be scared That's of dogs. True. That mom might have a 3-year-old who does not understand how to be around animals. Your dog might get excited by the smell of food in the stroller, might get excited excited at the uh, at the prospect of seeing a small person running around and chase up to them. You're responsible for your dog in public. And if it is off leash at a, at a public park, you, you can't guarantee what's going to happen. And if something happens, you are going to be blamed, regardless of who is at fault. And you are putting your dog at risk when you do that. I agree, by the way. I, I agree that if there are other people at the park, again, I'm just talking about when there's really no one using the park. So if there's one one person people or there. nobody there, okay, I don't have an issue with it. But if there are other people there, get that leash on your dog. Uh, before we move on. I played baseball in the 80s. Now, for all my brothers and sisters that played baseball, know what I'm talking about in yeah. the 80s. This is back in the day when nobody was picking up their poop. Okay? You took your dog to the park, they laid a steamy, and they did not pick it up. Yeah, that's, that's just cool. how that's how it was back in the day, especially if you grew up in the Midwest. Not one time did I ever fall in something when I was playing baseball. All right, next one. Did you ever play right field or left field, G? You were in the infield, weren't you? Yes. Dang it. (laughs) (laughs) You you pitching and playing shortstop. You're not going to see it. (laughs) All right. Provocative headline from the Washington Post, which some of us may keep in mind today in case we overindulge in our Valentine's Day dinner. Does sex count as exercise? What do you guys think before I give you the answer from researchers? Ursula G, what say you? Does it count? I think Brady's chuckling back there. He's running the board. I think we woke him up. Well, <clears throat> In I'm, my book, I say yes. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, Ursula, considering when I look at our demographic that listens to this show, I'm going to go ahead and give the popular answer to that question. Absolutely. 
it's real exercise. <laughs> I could have done without fun. I could have done without this. I'm, I'm being dead serious. Straight up exercise. Any kind that, was of the, exercise. that was the least sexy, heavy breathing I've ever heard in my life. But it was real. <laughs> Any okay. kind of activity yes. in my book is considered exercise. Now, whether it would con- contribute to the amount of aerobic exercise that I need to do or strength training, I don't know. But okay. Mine is more hit training. Uh, well, according to Spanish H-I-T, research, you guys know what? hit training is real fast. Training. Hit training? Oh, yeah. The, the quick, quick workouts, right. Spanish researchers have collated every single study that has ever been done on this, and they say the definitive answer is yes. Regardless of the length of the, quote, session, uh, you're going to get your heart rate up between 90 and 130 at the, at the bottom, at the top level, 145 to 170. Here's the interesting thing, though. Uh, if you look at caloric output, men average... 101 calories burned per session, whereas women average an hour an, an average of 69 calories per session. So yes, definitively, sex is exercise. If you need to work off your dinner tonight, you are in the clear. Yeah, that's, By the way, that's the last thing you want to do. That might explain also why it is. I know, ladies, you you can relate. Why it is that men can lose weight so much faster than women? If that's your workout plan. You know what? It's important we support our partners and our More relationship goals, you. right? Yes. I, I completely agree. Okay, gee, I cannot stop seeing these headlines. Okay. Uh, let's see. New York Times yesterday. To fix a broken marriage, an experiment with polyamory. The Atlantic this week calls polyamory the ruling class's latest fad. The Washington Post today. Two headlines. Polyamory is changing the way we think about love and, quote, is polyamory the future? Is this something we're going to have to get used to more of? I, I, I've said this on the show. I said in 50 plus years, this will be extremely more popular. A lot of the things that we do and don't do today are influenced by religion, right? Don't do this. Don't do that. We used to watch tele- television shows where mom and dad slept in different beds. It was years before we even saw kisses on television. I'm, I'm, I'm being serious when I say this. Today, you might know of someone who is in an open relationship, more so today than you did 20 years ago. I'm saying 20 years from now, you will hear more of it. So the answer is yes, it will be happening. And by the way, it will be less people, and you'll like this, it'll be less people lying. That, because there's some people that lie about it and they tell the other woman, yeah, I'm in an open relationship. And I have, you know, all of these different women and it's cool, but they lied. They ain't told a uh, real person that they're with this whole story. It's news to them. Okay. When you hear about the thruples and polyamorous relationships, are you judging? No. Hmm. No, I'm not. No, I re, I re, I actually respect that because I'm. I, why, why are you judging? Tell me why. Because what, what are you judging? I, I am. I'm going to own the fact that I am very you're, traditional in that. You're sense. the representative on our show for that. Own it. 
I am traditional in that sense. I am old school in that sense. Fair. I believe that you make a commitment to one person and you live up to that commitment. Hey, if if you want to have that open relationship and you want to have a bunch of people, you know, but you going in us. and out of you your taught life. us communicate. Yes, you taught communicate, us that communicate. I have just rarely heard of situations that work really well. You mean like regular relationships where yes. divorce rates is fifty percent in this country? Yes. Well, I, I and you think that having polyamorous relationships would potentially help that? I mean, we. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, I've never done it before. But I'm just saying, for everyone that says this is abnormal, just make sure we also take into account <laughs> that one in two marriages end in divorce. That's true. Regular marriages. Yes. And even the marriages that do make it, some of y'all are lying and cheating anyway. Ursula, do you say... I'm, I'm, I'm just reading some of the text messages come in and because I'm, I'm looking for someone who's going to change my mind on this. And so far, no. But B in Puyallup says, I'm in a polyamorous relationship. It's nothing to write home about. It's basically... A hall pass with a fancy name. Come on, B. Yeah, I'm, I'm not into that. No one said he had no, to. No, you don't have to. <laughs> Except for all yes, my opinion. My only problem is all these polyamorous evangelists that just have to shove it in our face in the New York Times and the Washington. So, Sorry, I can't say that with a straight face. So, okay, Nick, Brady, Gen Z brothers, listen, it's getting hard out here to buy a home, right? It's hard out here to pay rent, right? So you mean to tell me, fellas, if you got into a relationship with two other ladies and it helped drive down your expenses, and then there's people like Ursula that starts to judge you and says, no, you shouldn't do it. You, you get what I'm saying? Well, if they're helping pay the bills, it's a different story, but there's two different sides to it. You could be spending more or you could be... Saving more, depending on what they're doing. Okay. I'm going to ask you, Nick. Okay. Is this something that you would totally support and want in your life? Personally, no. I wouldn't want this. This, I, I Brady? Like- I mean, I can't even get one girl to agree. <laughs> <laughs> we could do a whole segment on the failure, my failure of a date. So. <laughs> rough out there for us, man. <laughs> okay, well, oh, so, so for those listening, were we not supposed to laugh at that? That was funny. <laughs> All right, Chef, we open up the phone lines, bruh. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll open up in just one minute here. The line is going to be 888-973-5476. Again, 888-973-5476. Mm. I'm just reading this 425 text. All right, we'll do this next. Gene Ursula. This is the Gene Ursula show where we dare to be different. And today, in honor of Valentine's Day, we are opening up our phone lines. I told you I was a little bit nervous, but already we have a few people who are ready to share their Valentine's messages. I'm going to start us off, though, with Tammy in the 360. She sent in one on our text line and she said, my Valentine message for my husband, Steve, who is currently driving the car with me on our way home from Bellingham, is that Steve, Valentine's Day is just an excuse, but you know that I love you every day, every moment. You're my companion, 
my best friend and lover all in one body. Happy Valentine's Day. Hey, come beautiful. on now. We're off to Let's a good start. Go. Let's go. All right. The number for you to call in right now, 888-973-5476. 888-973-5476. I'm going to go to line number one. Imani is on there. Brother Imani, what's happening? What's up, bro? Hey, G. Hey, Ursula. Hey. hey Nick Chef, for everyone at the the show. Happy Valentine's Day. Okay. What kind of uh, message you got, yeah. sir? I want to say happy happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> happy Valentine's Day, especially to my amazing wife, Nikki. I love you today and every day. And I just try to show that love and build on it every day. And we build stronger. So I <laughs> love, love you. Uh, Nikki, and happy Valentine's Day, everyone at the show. Keep it up. You're motivational and inspirational. We listen every day. So, you know, keep up the joy and laughter and just amazing, amazing crew. And uh, thanks for opening up the lines. (laughs) Hey, Bonnie, can I just say something? Because I'm hearing a little bit of emotion in your voice Mm -hmm. when you were talking about Nikki, who was... Who is really one of our favorites on the text line? You guys are a regular part of our crew. We consider you part yeah. of our family. And yeah. you you got really emotional just mentioning Nikki. Why? I mean, yeah. yeah. You know, my emotion, I feel like like uh, just, just amazing love for her every day. And like every day, it's just like, you know, we test ourselves and we test each other. But, you know, we overcome those obstacles. And, you know, every, every day, every day is just. You just got to uh, express yourself and open communication. I'm not afraid because you guys, since we listen to you every day, it's just like talking to normal friends and stuff. But my emotion, yeah, is there, obviously. But it's it's just like everyday thing, you know. It's, you, you can't just focus it all on one day. You should be doing these things every day. I agree. And, and, and it's, it's a reminder. We love Valentine's Day. and you know. <laughs> Appreciate you. And, uh, Imani, thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you so much. Okay, we're now joined by Kay, who has a message for DW. Good morning, Kay. Hi, good morning. Happy Valentine's Day to you guys. To you as well. So your message. Yes, my message is to the love of my life, DW and Lakewood. Jagia, namamani sarange. And get ready for some exercise tonight and to burn some calories. <laughs> Okay, did you hear G's number five on his rules? What was the number five number again? Number five, don't make promises right now in this afternoon that you can't keep at night. Oh, no. It's getting, it's a promise that's going to be kept. That's awesome. Sure. Okay. D, D-Dub and Lakewood. D-Dub and Lakewood listens to the show. Yes, he does. Yes. D-Dub, yes. that's why like D-Dub and Lakewood yes. always be talking about his lady. Yeah, D-Dub, you something else, son. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much for Thank calling in. Thank you so much. Happy Valentine's Day. We love you guys. Love you back. <laughs> okay, so Brady's going to tell us. Who do we have next, Brady? Next up, we have Ann, who's got a special wish for her niece, Megan. Hey, Ann. Happy Valentine's Day, you guys. Happy Valentine's Day. I'm so grateful you gave me this chance. I just wanted to say happy Valentine's Day to my beautiful niece, Megan. I love her so much, and I'm so grateful to be in the world and in her family to see her grow up. 
Oh, that is so nice. Well, thank you for being such a uh, positive light to the world. We appreciate you. Thank you. Love you guys. Love you back. All right, Brady, what else we got? Who who we got next? Next up, we got Cindy, who's got a special message for Bryce. Good morning, Cindy. Morning. Hi, how are you guys? Good. Thanks for calling in. So your message. My message to Bryce is, Happy Valentine's Day. I finally got off my big hiney and I'm going with you today because it is Valentine's Day. And thank you for being my husband for so many years. I love you. I love you. Well, thank I, you. I love that. Okay, so how long have you guys been married? And what's your secret to a happy marriage? Uh, ignore each other, I guess. <laughs> We've, been <married> <laughs> for- <laughs> We've been married for 45 years. <gasps> Wow. What? Congratulations. Wow. But we've been dating for 50. (laughs) Wow. Wait, hey, real quick. I met him in seventh grade. You met him in seventh grade. When did you know that he was the one? Well, um, we didn't really associate with each other because he was one of the cool jocks and I was one of the nerds. But um, he went to... I don't know what happened. He went to Brazil as an exchange student, and he came back and asked me out, and that's been it ever since. Mm. Love wow. that. Love of my life. Oh, well, thank He's you. He's a so- wonderful, wonderful man. Well, well, congratulations on your long marriage, and happy Valentine's Day to you, and thank you for joining us on this experiment. We're, we're loving oh, it. Thank you. I'm- I'm so glad that you guys are going to do that because I've wanted to call in so many times with your topic. Because me and I get along really well. So anyway, we'll let somebody else talk. Okay. Happy Valentine's Day to you you as well. Okay, Brady, who do we have? Next up, we have Elsie, who's got a Valentine's message for Christy. Good morning, Elsie. Hey, Hey, good morning. How are you guys doing? We're all ears. Oh, right on. I, uh, I got married today, 13 years ago, to Miss Christie, and I just wanted to tell her I love her and let people know that are uh, lonely or not feeling it that uh, you're complete, you know, even when you're alone. And that's where both of her and I were. You know, I, I was just telling myself, I don't need anybody. I'm complete myself, and I'm alone. And then God put her right in my footsteps. And, and she was the mirror image of me. She owned her own home and she was complete, didn't need anything. So I just wanted to let people know when you got to be complete yourself and, and then you got something to put on the table. Love that. You know? Thank you so much for sharing that. Thanks, LC. Appreciate you, bro. All right. Wow. wow. I want to I want to give just a, a minute of time here. Um, do you have a message for Lillian? Yeah. Thank you, baby. You know what I'm saying? Zig Ziglar said, it's not your attitude. No, it is your attitude, not your aptitude that determines your altitude. Well, Lillian, you've determined my altitude, and I've leveled up in a big way. And uh, sorry I didn't buy you any chocolate, and sorry I didn't buy you any flowers, And but I just hope that that picture on Facebook was enough, and I appreciate everything about you. That was a beautiful picture on Facebook, oh, by absolutely. the way. And if my husband, Mark, is listening, and I'm sure he's just going to be embarrassed because he's probably listening at work. Yeah. I just want him to know that I would, okay, Mark, I would not want to do life with anyone else. Mm-hmm. You are an incredible father, a very loving and supportive husband, the perfect partner for me. 
and the reason we have lasted, I give you the credit for the reason we have lasted because you are the stability when my life gets crazy and I appreciate you and love you. Uh Oh, (laughs) this is so uncomfortable. I know. So we're going to go to chef. Okay. You know, the other day we were talking to Mickey and I believe, uh, G, you asked if Gabby and I waited for marriage. Yeah. And what I should have said at the time was, Gabby, I waited three decades of my life to meet you. I'd wait three decades more to meet you again. Um, you have changed my life in ways that I cannot describe in a short period of time. And lastly, since I'm on a philosophical kick, have you heard of solipsism? It's the idea that the only thing you can be sure of is that your own mind exists and everything around you might be a creation of your own mind. Well, I know that philosophy is not true because I never could have imagined being loved the way that you love me. Wow, that's amazing. Jeez. That needs to be I'm so proud down. to be your husband. Wow. wow. Well, that was excellent, Ursula. That was excellent, Chef. I gave you three out of ten. Lillian, mine was terrible. Uh, Nick and Brady, do you guys want to say anything? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Do we? We'll see the time for Brady because I, I, I know he's jumping no, in here. You guys want to throw out your Tinder profile? Or? Brady, this is your opportunity. Let's go. My opportunity? Well, since no lady said yes, I can't say anything special about someone like that, but I'll set have a special Valentine's shout out to my, both my parents, Matt and Lisa Robick, for loving me unconditionally, for being their son through all my faults and my successes. Come on, man. That is man. beautiful. Yeah, and Valentine's Day, by the way, is not yeah. only to your romantic partner. Yeah. Absolutely. I love that, that one of our listeners showed it to her, her niece or your parents. Can I, can I just make a suggestion? I think we should open up the phone lines more often. That was absolutely incredible. That's all I'm saying. Y'all came through. Text yeah, thank me- you for easing Te- my nerves, Text by messages, the way. feedback, and then we'll have Ursula's words to live by. It's Jen Ursula. It is G and Ursula, and yo, today's show, along with the text messages and calls, have been great. Ursula, you want to start us out? Yeah, and we're just getting tons of text messages from all of you with your reaction to our open call segment. Maybe we'll do it a little bit more because it turned out really well, but it got very emotional, too. Make sure you check out our podcast if you missed it. Um, it, It Some beautiful sentiments were shared. But on the topic of Valentine's Day, Katie in West Seattle says, Valentine's Day is actually remember painfully that you are single day. Mm. Tom says, love you guys. Happy Valentine's Day. And thank you again for everything you do. And then Brian from Arlington says, this is going to be my 19th Valentine's Day with my wife. I'll never forget the first. I was broke, made spaghetti for her and served a bottle of the worst wine that Upper Michigan had to offer. Throw in there (laughs) my impromptu mood lighting that almost burned down the frat house. And it was a serious major fail. Don't do any of that. Wow. This person uh, has a... To, would they want to remain anonymous? Wow, you all bring such light to so many people. I'm a widow 
and remembering all the loving Valentine's Days I've had. And now you help me get a glimpse of those days. Thank you. Sending you lots of love on this Valentine's Day. On the affordable housing project in Redmond, 206 says, are we as a society really expected to provide housing? How about we provide a job to someone who wants to work to provide for themselves? I don't think it's my job to put a roof over someone's head that isn't willing to put some effort into their own existence. Sorry, I'm that selfish. 206 says, I'm a low income homeowner. If I didn't own my home, if I didn't own my home, I would be moving into low income housing, I'm sure. If I hear of low income housing coming to my neighborhood, I'm afraid of property values going down, safety and drugs. I live in Kent Des Moines area and what I see is homeless or what I assume are homeless people during drugs, uh, committing crimes, leaving garbage all over the and all other things that most people associate with homeless. We don't see the true homeless problem of low income families struggling to make ends meet. If we keep, cl- if we keep clean up this if we clean up the streets people i think folks would be more compassionate towards low-income people on valentine's day do's and don'ts melinda and bellevue says by the way that item on g's list about not making a promise in the afternoon that you can't keep at night you need to hear dave ross's reaction when g told dave that was for him total lol <laughs> yeah, it was, was funny. Uh, G gets a new barber. Tacoma Ray says, we have a new nick- nickname for G. Jiva. <laughs> Come on, Tacoma Ray. You're kind of acting like a Jiva. Jiva. acting Vegas. a little Jiva-ish. Fair. <laughs> but it worked for you. So I you have a new appointment. For five minutes. Yeah. yeah. Fair. Uh, Travis Kelsey's response to his rage during the Super Bowl. Nikki says, I love you, Ursula, but I cannot support or give any grace to this guy. I wish we could move past and not give him the celebrity attention that he so desires. Mm. I am just hopeful that maybe he realizes his wrongs. Words to live by. Brought to you by Wilcox Farms. And this is motivated by the fact that it's Valentine's Day and all of you were expressing your gratitude. And this is a quote from the late John F. Kennedy. As we express our gratitude, we must never forget that the highest appreciation is not to utter words, but to live by them. Mmm. It's good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, let's see. Nick, what you got for today? Well, I mean, I'm in a different role today, so I'll just say I want to wish everyone a happy Valentine's Day. I was behind the scenes, you know, shadowing training with my buddy Chef here, everybody's buddy. My love today is given out for the people that I work with here every day, all the time. For Ursula, first of all, being the ringleader of the pack in this circus show that we put on every day. For Chef, whose job I learned today is much more challenging than I came to believe, and I think I gained more admiration for what he does and sets us up for success all the time. And then lastly, for G, the wild card who gives us all all the time always got something up his sleeve that gives us our spice in the life but i will just say to end the note don't quite give up on your barber just yet maybe wait an extra day all right yeah give him the benefit good good stuff good stuff all right thank you thanks thank you uh ursula what you gonna do the rest of the day um i'm gonna take a nap and and then i told my husband Uh i said let's just skip any big valentine's day things we're gonna just have a nice quiet dinner together and yeah. we'll save it for that Vegas thing. Uh, uh, with those Usher. <laughs> and I you remember Usher, the props that Usher had? Yeah, I didn't make any. It's going to be you two, though, as you know. Oh, not you two, like you two, the band. The band, exactly. Uh, uh, thanks. <laughs> Chef, 
Have a good one, brother. Thank you. All right. Uh, Brady, have a good one, man. What's uh, what's Jack sitting there talking to you about? He's Jack just, Stein's he's in the house. He's just grilling me for working as an underaged employee, as he always does. <laughs> Jack Stein. Jack Stein and uh, old Spike, Spike O'Neill. They're coming up next, hanging out. Nick, have a good day. Everybody else, have a good day. Happy Valentine's Day to all of you. You know the thing. We appreciate you for listening. Love you for that. And as always, be kind. Hope you have as much fun as we have. So long, everybody.